Welcome, Welcome to, to Two Drunk Teachers, because adulting is hard. A teacher, a ginger, and a woo girl walk into a bar. Okay, so this week we are at Camp Bar in Shorewood, my home away from home, and um, I am currently drinking Woodford with cherries. Like an adult. Or that. <laughs> adulting is hard. Adulting is hard. It was a day. It was an absolute day. So, I'm... Um, we have with us today, we have our substitute teacher, who was a chemistry teacher. Mm-hmm. Okay, Ginger. Uh, <laughs> very important. It's a very good title. descriptor yeah. for the visual. It gives everyone an understanding of the darkness of this world. Well, yeah, what I soul? am the devil. She doesn't have one. She's a ginger. Exactly. <laughs> okay, so let's start off today's show. So here we go. Are you ready for our, uh, our launch? Our icebreaker launch? Whatever, whatever you have for me, I'm ready. Okay. Look at you so, guys with the ed terms. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Our podcasts are planned out like lesson plans. They really are. I've lesson. seen them. Well, which is funny because that's the theme of today's show. I mean, besides duck fart shots. Duck fart shots. Oh, be careful. Yeah, duck fart shots. It's totally different, <laughs> and I don't recommend it. Nope, that sounds disgusting. Okay, so today, our launch warm up activity. Here's, a, here's our quote. I'm going to go just a little serious. But you're going to laugh, and then tell me this is. Okay. So the mediocre teacher tells the good teacher explains the superior teacher demonstrates and the great teacher inspires. Ooh, that's a quote by William Arthur Warren. Inspires, like not perspires. <laughs> okay, there it is, right there. There it is, right there. You know, that reminds me of another quote that I just saw. It was like, "Some teachers teach the curriculum; other teachers teach students." And I've been I've been jiving with that one lately. I like that one. Yeah, definitely like goes to that, that PD we had yesterday about relationships and how they're one of the more important. I thoroughly things. enjoyed yesterday's PD for what it same. Is. I love a PD that you can enjoy. I had the most amazing PD of my life. Yesterday, I was so inspired. It was the politics of black hair. Oh, and it was the history and um, the policies and the laws surrounding discrimination. <laughs> yeah, black hair. It was it was moving. Wow. Have you heard about hair love? Oh my gosh, I cried my face off. Oh my gosh, when they just Right? Academy Award winning film. Oh my, it well deserving. That was the, one of the cutest things I've ever seen in my life. Absolutely loved it. And you're gonna cry now. I'm probably gonna start crying now because if I even just. <laughs> it's okay, I cried over Romeo and Juliet a couple weeks ago. Okay, we had a tweet out to talk about the 12 year Still? <laughs> no, you don't know how bad it is, Monica. I went and got a tattoo last week. <laughs> Oh my gosh, wow. She really did. Okay, this it's is cool. radio, not TV, so you have to actually oh. like describe your tattoo. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> I was just distracted. But, um, so, I have been teaching Romeo and Juliet, and after we watched Act 1 of the Zeffirelli version, my favorite, um, I was like, I have to go home and watch the rest of this, because I genuinely love this movie. And then I cried a lot while I watched it, because it's so good, and you just want him to get the letter. But anyways, um... Then we were reading the balcony scene, which has like all that like really beautiful light. Oh, I love that. Scene. that yeah. I do actually. That is really well written. It I is mean, well written. I, I will give it that. I hate the play, but I actually really. It's love so that. well, like that's like you can't hate thing. the writing, Shakespeare, yeah. right? And so like he has all this like beautiful like imagery, and like my kids were doing close readings of the two soliloquies. They're like, "What a swear not by the moon mean?" And I was like, "Oh, because the moon has so many different faces, and that means your love will have different faces, and that's not what she wants." And I was like, "I'm gonna tattoo that on my body." And so I did. It says swear not by the moon, and then it's got the moon phases. And the guy who was doing it was really unimpressed. But I have to know, how many Shakespeare tattoos is too many? Because now I have two. 
Never enough. My back. Hard is stop at seven. Up. Oh, okay, 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 got it. There we go. Okay, done. My entire back is. Uh, I have a full back tattoo of Wizard of Oz. So like. What? Honestly, oh yeah, I didn't know that. The, the Wicked Witch hat up at the top, up at the top, and her broom. And then I have the poppy fields go down my shoulders and spine. And then I have. I That's had so no cool. idea. I gotta get my poppies colored in though, because they're supposed to have like ombre from black and white into red. Oh. And, yeah, see, the thing is, when you have kids, you don't finish your tattoos. <laughs> Mental note. Now. I just get line now. work because the longer that you like sit with the needle, like it hurts more oh, once you start yeah. shading and stuff. Mm -hmm. I. Whatever. I was telling this to one of my seniors today, and he just roasted me that this is the closest thing I could come up with. But I was like, well, when I got my eyebrows microbladed, he's like, what's that? And I was like, when I got my eyebrows tattooed on. Is that what microblading is? Yeah. Seriously? It's he, super cool. Yeah. He lost it. He's like, you have your eyebrows tattooed on. And I said, yes. But you do like one round, and then you let them heal for six weeks, and then you go back for the second mm -hmm. round, and it's just ripping through scar tissue on your face. Yep. Anyways. So, um, yeah. What was it? Great teachers inspire? <laughs> I don't know if you've inspired me to microblade or <laughs> perspire. Okay, perspire. Okay, here's one more. I got one more for you. Okay, okay. so you know that horrible thing about those who can't teach? Ugh. Those who I can't do that. teach? Yeah. Those yeah. who teach? That's when I'm inspired to homicide. So, oh. here, I found, I found one. <laughs> I haven't yet, but I'm inspired. <laughs> I, See, inspiration. Okay, this one, this one. Those who know, do. Those who understand, it's true though. You guys ever heard of the burden of knowledge? The burden of knowledge? Mm -hmm. Is that like is that like enlightenment, like allegory for cave and like the matrix stuff? Well, yes and no. I, I mean I, I don't know if it's I'm saying yes and no because I'm not sure you're talking about the same thing that I'm talking about. <laughs> so I say yes and no to save myself. Um that's what I say the kids do. Um <laughs> But so like the burden of knowledge and like there's also something called like the threshold effect where essentially once you know something, it's hard for you to understand not knowing it. Oh, yes. Right? Well, that That's yeah. very different than what I was thinking. And the idea that the more you know about something, the more difficult it is for you to explain it to someone else. You know, that's like my freshman year at UW-Madison when I was taking physics. Mind you, I was taking like physics 103, like intro to physics, like trig-based physics, not even calc-based physics. And my TA one day said, I just don't know how to dumb it down for you. Like, I've never had to explain Ouch. it in such simple terms. To be fair. I mean, that's a harsh an, way to say it. I but. was an English major taking physics. Yeah, why? Well, we had a neurobiologist in my class. Well, because it was a lab class, a science yeah. credit and a math credit. And I had just taken physics as a senior in high school. And I was like, check. I mean, I <laughs> cried my way through every check. I was like, <laughs> but, but anyways, um, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. But that just shows that teaching is a skill because to break something down in order to teach it is hard. It really is. It's, well, it's when, an art. It when is, you it break is. it down and kids don't get it, and then you have to find a different way to break it down. That's where it gets really artful. You're like, oh my god, I okay. It's like, hold on, let me get let me get the plate of the crayons and you know, at least seven markers. I can do this. I can do this. <laughs> Yeah. That's oh, when yeah. I usually rely on the students to help me out and like help each other. Yeah. Where I'm like, you know what? Talk to your neighbors because they might be able to explain this better than I can. Or my right. famous question, did I make it better or did I make it worse? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I cannot tell you how many times you're like, you made it worse. I love, like, okay, yeah. I could do this. Let me try again. My kids are still in the point where they're like, okay. I'm like, you can tell me if that didn't help. They're like, it didn't help. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, that's fine. Let's try a different way. Okay, now I want to know another job where teacher where where people have to take that much like feedback in immediately on the spot. Like we're, we're expected to get students feedback all the time. Yeah. 
Oh my gosh. I, you know, how much feedback do we take in constantly to self-evaluate and shift and adjust on a regular If you're a good time? teacher. Well, and like I saw this thing, I don't know how accurate it is, but it was like teachers make more second by second decisions in a day than like brain surgeons do. Yep. And that's why we're so tired at the end of absolutely. the day. Absolutely. It's one of oh, my I favorite so quotes about yeah, teaching. I absolutely Because it's so accurate. Right? I mean, their decisions are hard, but they get one person, one When you're a brain surgeon, like, yeah. no, and you know, you have an idea of what you're getting into yeah. already. And you know, there's predictable things. Right. We get 30 <laughs> kids with 30 different and there's no such thing you're in teaching school and they're like, here's a what if scenario. And you're like, that would never happen. And then something completely insane happens and you're like, okay, well that I thought would never happen. Every day you have to reevaluate your perspective. You know, someone was telling me, um, the only like good work stories that he likes to listen to, he was like from parole officers. Yes. Retail workers. Yes. And teachers. He was like, no one else with the work stories worth listening to. Truth. <laughs> I don't want to hear from Dan in accounting. Yeah. <laughs> About um, the reds and the greens. Did that spreadsheet not work out for you? Sorry, I did Dan. I Sally ate at lunch today. Like, I dug highlighters out of kids' mouth the other day. Yeah. High schoolers. And I'm digging highlights out of the mouth. That's not food. Yeah. No, it doesn't go in the mouth. See, this is, you know, you don't realize you have to have norms about highlights with 18 year olds. Yeah, that's the thing. Broad rules don't really apply to teenagers. No. They just do what they want. They do. And, and you then... really, really hope that you can kind of like be, not even like a full step ahead of them, but like half a step. Like, if you can mm -hmm. somewhat anticipate what they're doing, then you're like, oh. But it is a regular question that you ask yourself. Are, are you high on drugs or is this normal <laughs> behavior? Like, you really don't know. And honestly, question. yes. Genuine. Genuine Absolutely. Question. Yeah. It's so true. Huh. Okay. All right. Are you ready? Um, always. Okay. So, here we go. All right. So, our do, our first do is modeling. All right. Worst lesson plan Ever. Oh, um, all of them. <laughs> oh, that is not true. Come no, on. I to really think about like, okay, you know what? This is my thing. I had a great lesson plan for Valentine's Day this past Friday. Uh, I, I mean, Juliet. I was so freaking cute. Okay, I had roses. I had like fake candles, rose petals, chocolates. I had on a little sweatshirt that said. I don't need a Valentine. I have a classroom full of them. I have hearts Aww. on my shoes. Like I was ready. And I was like, we're gonna speed date. And it was so fun. Like so cute. This, this is for my juniors. They have two very, very different classes. But like we're reading this book and we were taking a break from reading. And I had them watch a video. It was a trailer for The Mask We Live In. And it was about like toxic masculinity and how oh. it affects and like how we're feeling our boys. And how and then it's like a three minute video and then I had them answer five discussion questions about the video and like how it relates to the book. And like they weren't like super difficult questions. Like one of them was, is crying a sign of weakness? Yes or no, explain your answer. Like five questions and I gave them- I think they have opinions on that. I gave them 10 minutes to write it down and then I was like, this is what you're gonna do. Like you're gonna sit across from one person and you're gonna talk to them for a minute about a question and then we're gonna shift. I was like, it's just like speed dating. Like you talk to them for a minute, you write down some notes and then at the end of it, like you decide who you like and who you don't like. Except at the end, we're gonna do a reflection on your conversations. My fourth hour class like devoured it. They loved it. They were having so much fun. No, my other class did not. Oh, <laughs> don't you hate it when that happens? I like couldn't talk you to them. You just feel crushed. I couldn't talk to them today because I was still so mad at them. Because it wasn't just like I'm not going to do this. It was like I'm not going to do this and f you or like f this. I'm not doing this. Like just they were yeah. really, really, really. They felt targeted by the fact that I put roses out. 
Oh, jeez. Yeah. So, should we conclude that that class has more single people in it than the other? That's the thing. They were like... Is that like the begrudging? I had a couple in there, and I was like, they're going to love this, and they did not. So, what do you think? What do you think? The vibes. Because, honestly, I mean... And, and that's just it. That when you get hit with this, like, this was the worst lesson that I ever did with my life. When you're designing it, you're not going, you know what I'm going to make today? The, the worst. worst lesson plan. You're, you're like, this is really awesome. I think I really got this. And then you go to do it and you're like, oh, oh that was horrible. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> I think, yeah, I think with that, it's like, I still, in third quarter, am trying to figure out what works with those kids. Because I yeah. constantly throw stuff at them and they throw it back at me. Like, sometimes, literally, they throw things at me. We did an activity <laughs> where you were describing well. your shoes and they threw their shoe at me and I went, no, no. But yeah, like, we don't throw things. But, like, I feel like they're just – I have a really hard time, like, catering to the kids who just want to read the book and answer the questions. Ooh. Because, like, I think it's so boring. And I'm like, let's do something fun. Like, I get bored when you do that, like, as your teacher. How do you engage kids who have been conditioned to feel like We talked about this yesterday during yeah. PD and, like, the idea that, like, traditional ed versus, like, the innovative ed. Yeah. And the idea that there's a lot of kids out there who are very resistant to the innovation and to changing anything because they know how to traditionally. Well, yes. They know how to do that. They know that system. And, and they've never been trusted. And now nope. they're saying, hey, guess what? I'm going to totally trust you. And they're These like, kids, that's awesome, but no. They're also the ones who drop out of college. To death. Yeah. I gave them a, like, a writing response. And they're like, well, what are we being graded on? And I was like, what do you mean? I was like, this is a 10-point formative. What do you mean? Like, what are you being graded on? They're like, where's the rubric? I'm like, the rubric is, do you do it? Right. Like, <laughs> did you answer the question? Yes right. or no? Can you write in a complete sentence? Uh, Which, questionable. Very questionable. Okay, so so here's the thing. You teach science. Yes. Please tell me fire was involved in the worst lesson. Oh, oh God, yeah. I wish. Oh yeah. Um, no fire hazards as of yet. Um. Only minor bumps and bruises to this point, which okay. I'm very okay. proud of, That's to be good. honest. A um, little disappointing on occasion, but <laughs> proud okay, of generally. Like, I'm just going to put it out there as a standard. A kid in my son's shop class chopped his finger off in a lesson plan once. Yeah, so, that's crazy. Know, kid, Remember the kid, a kid a couple of years ago almost cut his yeah. hand in half. It's so casual. It just right? happens. It's no big deal. Shop class. Yeah. I would not trust myself in the least. I'd be the one cutting my finger off. <laughs> For sure. Okay, I interrupted. I'm no, sorry. it's okay. So I've, I thought about this a lot. Of like, what was my worst lesson plan? And every example I could think of was, again, not the lesson plan. It was usually my classroom management that did it. So my specific example I was thinking of is, um, and now I've forgotten it. Oh, well, like when I first started teaching, right? I had this class that was just rough, rough class. I mean, it had... It was this algebra B, which is like algebra one split in half, right? So these are kids who are resistant to learn because they're at like a third grade math level right. to begin with. And also I'm not a math teacher. Let's preface with that. I was something. You're, you're a science teacher. Mm -hmm. And I'm like doing a lesson and literally every time I turned around, this one kid in the back was throwing pennies at me. Ouch. Yeah, I luckily know. he didn't hit. Did I, he I have a question. I, no, not even that. I think I got 10 cents out of the game. I have a gig. question. And before anyone judges me, let me explain. Are you Jewish? I am not. What? So I don't remember. I remember hearing this story from someone, but I don't remember. It honestly might be like from a comedy stand-up special thing, but like someone was having pennies thrown at them because they were Jewish. Oh, that's horrible. I feel like it was John Mulaney. 
is he's that, not Jewish. His so wife there's, is. There's like a whole like stereotype that they're very like money. Fruit. So yeah. it was it was a good with like, money. It could have been like a racist thing if they thought you were Jewish. Well, I didn't. Yeah, like I didn't know if you had expressed like, oh, and I am Jewish, and they nope. were like, Penny. No, I'm pretty sure this kid just wanted to be disruptive it, in any possible way. That seems more accurate, but I just had to throw it out there. No, that's an interesting <laughs> you thing. You always give kids the benefit of the doubt. Not that right? that's any better. But yeah. <laughs> well, it's one of those, you know, now in retrospect, I would have done 18 different things. Okay. I but know. at the time, this was like two months into teaching and I had no idea what I was doing. I and to, I wasn't teaching my subject, so. I had to, I had to put this up out of horror. Okay, and it is, it is a racist thing that they throw pennies at people who are Jewish and, uh, it, it, it is a, there is an element of racism there, so. Um, well, of there's, I mean, there's quite a few maybe he thought I was Jewish. Uh, yeah, there's quite a few. So maybe, but yeah, it could have been interpreted as, as, as a racist act. Yeah. Absolutely. There was also another lesson that I was kind of like toying with that was sort of similar in that I was trying to teach, I have no clue what I was trying to teach, but I was trying to teach something, this class of like mixed level, lower level kids, unfortunately. And um, they were just getting so out of control that I couldn't do anything. I couldn't speak without being disrupted yeah. and whatever. So I just got to the point where I said, fine, you guys do it. And I just sat down and I let the kids come up and try and teach it. It did not go well. <laughs> I mean, I they know. tried. So like maybe that part was a win in that they tried. They like started None of it to was take right. ownership at least. Little bit. Well, I just put kid in the back. You, he was you like the, the, in the know-it-all. The, the understanding. Now they understand what you're struggling with. Yeah, a little yeah. bit, and they did not. But you know, maybe they got that. Like, oh, maybe I don't understand this. Who knows? Also, one of the kids who tried to teach was the one who, in a fit of rage, when I tried to take his phone from him, <laughs> said, "Calm your effing tits." <laughs> I shouldn't laugh at that. Oh, it was great. It's one of my favorite stories to tell because it's insane. It's like genuinely like taking their phone is like taking, I don't it's know. It's like ripping their heart out we of had their a, chest. We took phones away last week because kids just weren't doing anything. And one kid started scratching and I was like, you're kidding, right? And he was like, what? My arm itches. And I was like, that much? He said, my arm itches. And I was like, oh my No, that's my a tick God. from not having your yeah. phone. Isn't that scary? Okay. Let's so hear it. Here's mine. And I think it goes back to exactly what you said, not planning for the classroom management. Here's mm -hmm. how badly I screwed up. Okay. So I was thinking I was a genius, right? So oh, I boy. had, I, I mean, this was the squirreliest group. And, and this goes back to when I was teaching eighth grade. And this was the squirreliest group of eighth graders I've ever had in my life. I actually had taken duct tape and made a two-lane path in the back of my classroom because I had boys who could not sit down. Like, literally, physically, they were incapable of sitting. Yeah. So they had to pick up a clipboard, and they were given a lane, and they had to walk laps in their lane <laughs> if they couldn't sit. I mean, and, and they loved it. It wasn't it's actually like, kind of fun. That's, yeah, that's actually, kind like, of genius. genius. Yeah. 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 So, and they, they loved their, 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 their street, <laughs> per se. Um, so everything I planned out for this particular class had to be uh, very short verbal direction skills. Like nothing over like five minutes. No. It was, it was yeah. so bad. Um, I mean, I usually have like a 10 minute goal anyways, but this was like, spread out the words as fast as you can and get moving. And, and so I was like, everything has to be physical. So I came up with this review activity, right? So I cleared all the desks over to the side and I put a little bell at the end on a table. And, and I put a duct tape line starting block 
right? Oh, boy. And I asked the question, and they had to race their partner down to the table, bang the bell, and answer it. And if they didn't get the answer right, the other person had the chance to steal points from them. Okay. 13-year-old boys. Right. I feel Fight Club this, coming I was going to say, this oh sounds like gym gosh. class, right? Here I was thinking I was Club, brilliant yeah. and a genius because I had this great physical activity. I was going to get them moving. They were going to be running, and it was going to be review, and they would have a great time, and they would retain. No. They were wrestling. I was pulling kids off of each other. Oh, jeez. They were fighting over the bell. But you can't say they weren't engaged. <laughs> they were, so they were in it to win it. One kid grabbed the bell, went running out the classroom and down the hall. I mean, it was, and I'm just like, it, I mean, I could feel the tears welling up and I'm like, this is my last day teaching her. <laughs> oh, We've all days. had that day. <laughs> I think Usually I had, once a week. Yeah. I had that day on Friday when I'm my speed dating out. blew up. Yeah, it was, it was so true. That same class, I had tried another activity where I tried so with this particular group, and it was, and I'm not kidding when I say boys, I had two girls in the class, God bless their hearts. Oh. Two girls, 27 a lot of boys. That's a lot of testosterone. Yeah. Yeah, and, that's brace yourself and try to survive. Oh, what were they thinking? So um, yep. so this this particular group of eighth grade boys, and God bless two girls. Um, so I had tried artistic, you know, like draw the definition you know, find clip art of yeah, creativity. Yeah. Creative. And finally, I'm like, we're going to act out the definition. So I had a definition term where we were showing, like, a, a level of fairness. In, mm. And I can't even remember the exact words, but I remember the kids were all going to move ahead, but I was going to, like, hold one kid back. Oh. And and the, the one kid, it worked beautifully with the first round of kids. Yeah. And when I got to the fifth round of kids that I was going to hold one of the kids back, I picked one of my, you know, we're not supposed to have favorites, but you know. Yeah. I, I picked my favorite student. We don't have favorites. We do. Totally I hate them all. No, I'm just kidding. And, <laughs> and, and yeah. I'm like, because he will giggle the most. He will find this hilarious, right? And he'll get it. He'll just be like, yeah, oh my gosh, I totally, you know. I grabbed him. He was going for the prize. And he bolted. Did you while choke I, him? <gasps> oh, no. I thought I was holding his arm, but he pulled away so fast, I ended up holding the his shirt. My, my hand gripped the hoodie. Oh, no. Oh, no. Of, of his sweatshirt. So you just yanked And it back. was a yank back. And I was supposed to be holding his arm. And it was supposed to be just a gentle, nope, you stay. And it took, I had no idea he was going to try to sprint 10 paces. It was so, oh. I was, and he dropped to the ground and he just looked up at me and I'm like, it's nice knowing you. I'll be in unemployment. Oh. <laughs> Bye now. And he just started giggling, and and he's like, "That was the coolest thing ever." And I'm like, "Nope, thank that was a lawsuit, my mom." <laughs> yes, it was. But thank God you're taking a good perspective, right? But and then I got a text from him when he went to college, and he's like, "I still remember that definition." And I'm like, "And I still remember the lawsuit." Cheers. <laughs> it wasn't a lawsuit. No. I was convinced there was. Oh, we've all been convinced there's going to be a lawsuit so at some point. Right? I feel like at the end of the year, I'm just going to get slapped with all of my back to back. Yeah, just be like, so we've been like, waiting so to tell you. This one's from November, this one's January. These two are both from February. You must have had a rough month, um. <laughs> Right? Oh my gosh, it's so true. I remember when I was student teaching and I, like my cooperating teacher was like a hover, you know, hovercraft, right? <laughs> so she had started staying late to lunch, okay? So I had like 10 minutes alone with them every day. Yeah. 
And I like they were driving me nuts one day. I'm like, okay, you little shits. <laughs> and I immediately was like, and I was just like, you know what? Keep going because otherwise it'll be a bigger deal than it is. Yep. So I just kept going. And all of them just looked at me stunned. And I was like, and I, later, of course, I was just like mortified. I'm like, oh my God, they're gonna fire me. I'm never gonna get my license. They'll tell, tell me I can never be a teacher ever, blah, blah, blah. Never came up ever. I think they were like, oh shit. Okay, we did it. All right, that's the line. All it does is show Stay back here. Like that's like when you get to show your students that you're human yep. and you're not a robot who's just there to like teach a robot. Absolutely. You know? I think, and, and you know, if we go back to your PD, from our icebreaker. Um, <laughs> if we go back to that, tying like, all together, when when you do but, have that strong relationship and they see you break and fall apart, uh, I think they they really do. If you don't have that relationship, you're doomed. If you, mm -hmm. and we're not condoning pressing out kids. No, it's not at all. Yeah, but we're saying that humans break, and and when you break, when you have a group of kids who are who, who genuinely love you, mm -hmm. but they are teenagers, and teenagers. Their whole purpose of existence is to live on the edge <laughs> and, and, you know, test their boundaries because that's how they learn. Yep. When they see they've broken you, they rally around you. Yeah, they really do tend to like, oh, we didn't mean to actually hurt you. <laughs> yeah. We were just messing with you. Yeah. Because we didn't realize that, like, that was the point where messing was going to turn hurtful. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, they, they've got, like, that, that time I lost my voice for 10 days. And I was teaching my, my kids were the best kids I've ever seen in my life. And you know how, like, like literally they have brought in other people to my door and been like, you need to adjust this class. It's a shit show. And those kids had my dad. And, and they, they taught the class. They did the homework. They were even, you know, like, they, I, I was holding up post-its. They grabbed the post-it, read it on the board, and teach. And it, they were just... That's so darling. cool. The second I got my voice back, it was like evil and doom. It was just that they were, it was kind of like we've used all our good big heavens and, and just, yeah, they ramped it up. That's but so cool. Yeah, when they, when you the kids them, step they up. got you. Yep. Yeah. Uh, one time, this is also one of my favorite stories, and I have this kid's younger brother now, so I was like, you need to remind him of this story. So one day I'm in there in my classroom, right? And somebody comes in and goes, what's all this blue crap on the floor? And I'm like, say what? So I go back there and it's literal blue crap. Oh my God. So it's like somebody had taken like one of those powder drinks, right? Yeah. And poured it on the ground and then poured liquid over it. So it's just this blue goop literally all over the place. And I was livid. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, and so I'm like, like, I'm just like bubbling. And I'm like, what the? Who would do this? I'm not a janitor. I didn't go to college for this. And I'm like pausing every time I want to swear, right? So the kid's there. He's like, can I help you? <laughs> and I'm like, he's like, I'll be your anger interpreter. <laughs> so I'm like, this is fucking bullshit. This is blah, blah. Like he would fill in the blanks. It was one of the best <laughs> moments because one, Aww. it pulled me down from an 80 to a like five. Yes. And like, it was just, it made me laugh. And I was like, all right, so this isn't that big a deal, but I'm still pissed off. Yeah. But, and now you just absolutely adore and love that kid. I love that kid. Because <laughs> I'm like, you're my anger interpreter. And like, it was just fantastic. I love, I love the fact that he said anger interpreter. Yes. And that is, that's like my favorite thing. Oh, it was the best. Yeah. It was, it was good support. I needed it. <laughs> Speaking of need, um, I think we need a break break.
Sure. Okay. So at this point, it probably should be. It's very easy. Sorry. <laughs> so for our, our brain break today, um, so. Um, our theme is Gotcha Less Offensive. We're gonna be talking about that. Now, I did some gotcha. Um, so I did some looking into gotcha because honestly I had to look it up to make sure I understood it correctly because you would not believe how many times I thought I understood a word. And I'm like, oh that's not what it Um I've never heard of it. I learned it on Insatiable, which is a satirical TV show about an obese teenager who loses weight and then to take out all of her um anger on the people who made fun of her while she was flat or fat, she becomes a murderer. It's actually so interesting. She also becomes a beauty queen. That sounds amazing. I kind of really like that. Mm -hmm. But good for her. You know, I'm sorry. Okay, so, um, all right. So we have here our, our, our unbelievably amazing bartender who was presented with this and, and managed to do it to absolute perfection. These are duck farts. And they are beautiful. Can you remind me what's in them? Okay, so on the bottom we have Kahlua. And you put in these perfectly. They're I'm pretty proud. They look so good. These are amazing. I know, right? It should be like my signature. You have to. You have to be like this is the official Taylor's Cup Yes. This is this is absolutely perfect. I feel like it's appropriate for camp. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It is. You can make this your official like. Yeah. The Wednesday special. Yeah. There we go. Wednesday special. I love it. There we go. Always support. Make sure you get credit for it because no, you nice. are the one who practices it. These are the most perfect floated layer shots I've ever seen. Yeah, they're Thank beautiful. Yes. They are great. Thank you. They you guys great. enjoy. Let Thank you. I need harsh reviews. Harsh oh, reviews. Yeah. These, are, these are perfect. <laughs> okay, so on the bottom we have Kahlua. Okay. Okay, because what I found out. No, Kahlua coffee. Yeah, no. will be fine. Sorry, that was my mom. <laughs> I'm taking no thank you, sis. <laughs> um, so I found out that Godshot goes back to um, it could be it could be like part of the twelve step program and the fact that we're in a bar just makes me feel guilty. That I was gonna say what a nerd though who she looked up Godshot. <laughs> but the I love other, it. I also love that it's part of the twelve step. <laughs> As I'm sitting here, a little guilty, like, but yeah. a double shot of bourbon and now a, a, another shot. But um. So then I found out Godshot also refers to a special set and the perfect balance of grounds and water. And it turns out, okay, now I looked this up, because as much as I love coffee, I was like, this is a thing. Like, get a license. Um, so apparently there's something <laughs> called a risotto espresso shot. And somebody's I've heard of like, this, but that's about it. it um, no, I do what I want. <laughs> um, so what you're supposed to do to get the perfect shot of espresso is half the amount of water with a really fine ground espresso. And but isn't that what makes espresso different from coffee? So finely you grind it, and then it's like so strong, right? But apparently, only the one in seven of the shots of barista make end up being god shots, which is the perfect balance of. It's supposed to be the smell of the espresso shot actually matches the flavor of the espresso shot. And I'm like, this is all getting way too Yankee Candle-ish for me. <laughs> a little bit. But for the theme, then, we've got Kula for the coffee. We've got Bailey's Irish Cream, which she has balanced so perfectly on top of that Kula. And then on top of that, we have a whiskey. Ooh, a whiskey. Yes. Of some sort. So this is just like Irish coffee. 
Yes. Yeah, it's like an Irish coffee shot. All right. Okay, so here we go, ladies. Coffee and alcohol. What else does the teacher need? Um, pretty much just that and some yellow number two pencils. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So what is actually happening here? Is I didn't want to say like it for some reason. Thing ever, but we are taking pictures of our of our beautiful shots because, like, let's not lie. These these are gorgeous, and I've probably never had anything look so beautiful in my life. You look uh, this beautiful every single day. I love you. Thank you. Yeah. You look really nice yesterday, by the way. Yesterday? You look super cute. See, this is, get yourself a first like, teacher. I wear leggings. Casual cute. I was say, I wear leggings and a vest. Here, she, was, she was really cute, and your hair looked really good. It was clean. Everyone kept saying that. It was because it was clean. <laughs> I get that all the time. You know shampooing hair is a teacher goal. Okay, ready, it ladies? It really is. Here we go. Bad shots. Bad shots. And duck farts. Bad shots and duck farts. Here we go. Don't spill it. I did a little bit, but it's okay. Oh my gosh. That's good. What's nice is like the whiskey hits you first and then like the softer stuff comes later. Oh, and it just is like a blanket of like sweet. <laughs> Though you oh still my, get the oh whiskey, I'm not going. Can I lick the shot glass? Is it wrong to lick the shot glass? You can lick the shot glass. Can I lick the whiskey? And that was, whoo! Don't worry, lick mine. <laughs> Remember, guys, I'm a new girl. I did my uh, sparkly yeah, seltzer. My tequila okay. shots. Dad? Tequila shots and white. Were you at that DBF where I just started throwing back tequila shots? To I was. Prove that I wasn't a woo girl. And then I left and everyone was like, what? And, and, and I was like, and I had to point out, nobody actually was judging you or expecting you to prove anything. Nope. You brought that upon yourself. Yeah. Listen, I don't know if you guys have noticed, but I have some external validation issues. Okay. Don't we all? <laughs> No, I am literally the person who shows up, orders one drink, immediately orders a second, and then just glares at everybody like, don't talk till I drink the drink. <laughs> <laughs> like, moms in the morning, don't speak until the staff calls. Yes, that is exactly it. That is exactly it. <laughs> okay, so that brings us to God Shot Lesson Plan. So a God Shot Lesson Plan is, oh my gosh, the most perfect lesson plan you've ever had in your life. You're like, it's, you, you're so proud, you cry. And, and, and you know it, like, you are literally just standing in the corner of the room going, not even like, my God, I'm amazing. Like, you are literally going, my God, they're amazing. Oh, when you're just, yeah. like, obsessed with them? Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, my God, they did it. <laughs> so, um, mine was, I had I had a group of kids. And, oh, I'm and, supposed to donate blood tomorrow. I should eat more salt. I'm and, sorry. like, meat. We should, we should have... Also, oh, it's good that you got spinach. Yeah. Though. Okay, so we do have spinach. They're on not our gonna market. let me. I'm not allowed to. I actually love lunch. I shouldn't have brought that up. That was meant to be in a thought bubble, not a speech bubble. It's okay. It's okay. Um. Okay. So I had this group of kids who, who, and, and I'm not, I'm not even exaggerating. I, I had gone into our um, teacher dean, whatever her job title is. I had gone into her office crying one day because their reading levels were so low and their writing levels were so low, and I was. Disheartened. It, yeah, it wasn't that I was I was giving up. It's just I needed to I just needed to vent. I needed to express, regroup myself, and get myself together, and like then go in and face it again. Yes, because it, it, that's exactly it. It was disheartening. I I couldn't I couldn't handle the frustration in that moment of how low they were. So you know, once I got it all out of my system, you know, and and she she didn't even do any talking. She just kind of did that whole like nod uh -huh. and let you have it out. Mm -hmm. God bless her for that. Cause that's just really what I needed. Don't mm -hmm. fix my problems. Just let me have it out. Right. Mm -hmm. Fix my own problems. Um. So I was like, okay, 
So the problem is they are absolutely horrific at, at reading and writing. So what do I need to do? I need to reconnect them to it. So I took a couple hours that night. Don't, you know, we're not as teachers. Like, you got your lives. I get that. I'm like, even my laptop home today. At a girl. I know. Go. Um, so I printed out a whole bunch of pictures dealing with this lesson plan. I can't even truly remember what, what the actual content was. That's how, it, it, I'm guessing it was World War I. Um, I don't know, maybe that was wrong. Um, but I put the, I put, it was something like 40 photos in black and white, and I, and I taped them up around the room in kind of like a chronological order. And then when they, when it was time for class, as it is anyway, as the kids always waited outside the room, I could make Right. Um, the whole capturing kids part thing. It yeah. really does like say what That's you will my about favorite part of the heart. day. No, I like I it. I'm just real bad at it. Yeah. I, I love my hallway time and I really do filter at the door. Like keep your garbage out of my room and let's see what's going on. Um but I they, so they're trained line up at the door. And uh, so I went out and I lined them up against the locker and I said, You're gonna go in one at a time. You're not gonna write anything, you're not allowed to speak. You just have to go through and you have to watch. Just look. Just look and process. And oh that's oh my gosh, that's what it was. Uh <laughs> it was it was the World War II Holocaust. Uh yeah. Uh, yeah. Sorry, it took a second, but it came back in eventually. Oh, I see that. And and they weren't allowed to talk. And they um and they went in one at a time and then I would like count to ten, that's in the next kid in, count to ten is in the next kid in. And it was the progression of of all of the policies and then the very last slide was you know just a black and white print it, was, it didn't start with the concentration camps um, and so they went through all of these slides and walked and, and it was pin drop white i want to do you this. guys have like i want to be a student and do this yeah you have seen my freshmen they have never actually been pin drop quiet they have been as Wait, yeah, I've wanted to drop them, but they have never been picked up You're by freshmen. My freshmen. Oh my god. And, like this year. Uh, and, and they went through. Right. And they, uh, no, my sophomores. They would be sophomores. This year. But still. Yeah. Same group of kids. <laughs> right. Pin drop white. And, uh, and then I had them sit down. And then we did a no speaking, five minutes, write it out. What you're feeling. Mm -hmm. What you like, what you connected with, um, and I said, and, and you know what? If you get stuck, just write the word OMG, OMG, OMG all over again. Yeah, and and you're not allowed to. And pencil's not allowed to stop moving, and I just want you to process. Yeah, That's all I want you to do. My gosh, the writing that they did purely out of their heart it was just. I mean, I collect them all, and I'm I'm crying as I'm reading them because, like, some of the pictures they're connecting with. Mm -hmm. Don't! Oh my gosh, you're gonna make me start crying. All right, I'm in. Like, not looking. I mean, I don't. You guys know me. I don't hold back. So, like, the pictures were graphic. Yeah, they were very, very graphic. And and some of the ones they connected with, and some of them were interesting. Like, they connected with the eyes of a person in a picture where there was no violence, but the eyes. You know, and it just, yeah. it just, it, it, it stuck, it like, well, it stuck and they got it and they were able to start expressing. So I took that expression and then I said, okay, now we could start the, you know, and then we could start the DBQ and we could look at the documents, but they were finally like, they, they had value. It was like, it was like a, yeah. 
they connected with it. And the magic in it is that like they did it alone. Yes. Because like yeah. I feel, at least in my personal experience, a lot of kids tend to rely on other kids and like they'll gauge them to figure out what they're supposed to be doing or how they're supposed to feel or what their reaction is supposed to be. And like yep. doing it one by one, oh man, so powerful. It was it was the most amazing. And then I did I did actually use the technique again, but not silent. I did actually send the kids again, and one kid had to be the museum curator and describe oh, the picture. That's cool. Oh, okay. Just as successful that's because cool. the non-writing, non less not non-literate, but less literate kids could tell a story. Yeah. Yeah. And what was surprising to me was how well they told the story. Right. And so it was connecting with them and saying, that's okay. Not only do I actually hear that you can, not only can I hear that you, you can understand the content of what's going on in use of but you're building confidence in how to find me right now. Right. So I've gone back to that multiple times and twisted it and used it multiple times. If it works, it works. Yeah, and yeah. Honestly, it taught me to tap into some of their emotions and tap into their verbal skills sometimes. I was not utilizing that resource as much as I could have. And yeah. now it's like, when all else fails, let's go to that. Let's really, not even when all else fails. Let's, let's make but sure. But it drives a point down. Yes. And I, the power of visual. Yeah. Oh my God. And just like yeah. being able to talk about stuff, because genuinely, if you tell a kid that they have to write something down and they're turning it in, like they put on their like student hat. They're like, okay, I'm going to be a student. I'm going to write this because this is what my teacher wants in MLA format, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But if you just talk to them, they're just going to talk to you like a person. Yes. And that's why it's so like magical. They actually express themselves. Right. It's not, this is what my teacher wants to hear. It's, yo, this is what I think. And it's pretty messed up. Yeah. Absolutely. That was one of the things I took away from the PD. Yeah. Was that, like, I need to be more flexible in how kids show me they've learned. Yeah. And it's just because, you know, that whole traditional ed thing. We've been, we've all been trained that only certain things are acceptable. Yeah. Right? right? Like, I'm a science teacher, so I give tests. And they have to give me the right answer on the test. Yeah. And it has to be just the right way and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, okay, well, yes, obviously there is a right answer. But, like, how they get to that answer can be more flexible than I've ever allowed them to be. Right. And so that's one of my goals moving forward is to be more flexible in how they show me that they've learned. Essentially, like, get to the answer, and if you can show me how you got there, you're good. Yeah. Rather than do it my way and get the right answer, and then you get credit. So what was your God shot? So my God shot, lesson plan, I was struggling with a class, well, multiple classes and a concept, and... Um, just stoichiometry, which any chem nerds out there will <laughs> love that. It's so funny because we were roasting stoichiometry one day in study hall because someone brought it up and we were like, what is stoichiometry? Hey, screw off. Stoichiometry is amazing. Said no one. <laughs> Says me. <laughs> so we were struggling with stoich because it's rough. And I gave kids a quiz and most of them bombed it. Yeah. So I went, okay, what do I do now? Right? So I went through and I looked at all the quizzes and I sorted them into got it and then don't got it, but what are you not getting, right? right. Like this part you're not getting, this part you're not getting, and these ones just bless their hearts are not getting any of it, <laughs> right? That would be me, that was me. Yep. And so I was like, all right, like let's just try and like throw out everything else and just 
focus on this. Like, if we can at least make progress on this, right? So I put them in groups based on their how they did and what they were struggling with. And so they were like, the kids got it. So I'm like, all right, those kids essentially, I'm like, I'll deal with you at the end. Then I had like three groups of like, working on this, working on this, working on this. And I decided that I'm like, well, I can't, I feel like guilty not having those other kids who got it doing something. Right. So I didn't force them, but this was like that moment where I was like, real, like I just felt so like, oh, I got this. I was like, all right, so the kids who got it, I asked them like, would you guys like to volunteer to help the groups that didn't get it? And so I got to the point where I had like three or four volunteers who sat in the groups and worked with, because I was like, I can't be, I'm not that good. I can't be in three places at once. Right. So I had one like ambassador type person in each group and I fluttered between them. Oh, I was so in love with this. The second that they can start teaching each other is like the moment where you're like, you know it. You like brush your shoulder, you're like, I did it. Yep. I mean, like, and they always say, there yet, if like, you can teach it, you know it. Yeah. Right? Obviously. Right? Yeah. And it was just one of those, like, it kind of, it came out of a need, which is how I think most of the good, brilliant ideas we have come from, is like, you have a need and you need to fill it. And like ever since then I've tried like I try to modify that same idea kind of like you do and use that idea of like hey these kids have skills and knowledge and value that I need to tap into yes yeah and the idea that like sometimes their peers are going to be able to explain it better than I can and isn't there a study that shows that they learn well from their peers mm-hmm. yeah I'm sure so, like honestly like that's a wow! Way Thank to you. Go, gotcha. Thank you. I felt very proud of that. I've yeah. used it in my Oslo for like five years running. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Go okay. us. It's good. All right, blue girl. Gotcha. Oh god. I don't know. I feel like my godshots aren't even like godshots anymore. Dude, you're a new teacher, so take all wins. All of them. Are and I bet you it's better than you think it is because yes. you're good. So. My kids, my honors freshmen were really struggling with rhetoric. Like, they didn't understand. They were like, so we were looking at JFK as like, ask how your country or whatever mm-hmm. speech. And they were like, analyzing like the content of it. And they're like, oh, he uses this metaphor and this and this and this. And I'm like, right, you got it. I was like, but with rhetoric, you take it another step. And like, why does that work? Or what is he trying to do? Like, what is his goal? Like, how is he persuading you? Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, he's using a metaphor. And I'm like, right. Why? Why? I'm like, there's a reason why he chose to use a metaphor instead of just telling you what to do. And they're like, well, because we're more likely to like latch onto that because it's like easier for us to understand. I'm like, yes, that's it. And it's like they were really struggling with the concept of like rhetoric and applying it like in like analysis. And so you actually helped me with this. I came in and... Oh, how sweet. Okay, I'm super excited. I came in and I was like, all right, we're doing letters and we're going to do rhetoric. And I was like, what they're going to do is they get two bags. They pull a tone out of the bag and they pull a rhetorical appeal out of the bag. They said, but what should their letters be about? And it was right before Christmas break. Oh, this one. I love this one. She goes, they should write letters to Santa. And I was like, okay. And then she goes, wait, or Krampus. (laughs) And Yes. I had my freshman, I was like, this is how we're going to practice. And they pulled their tone and their rhetorical appeal out. And I said, you have 20 minutes to write your letter. Explain it to Santa or Krampus, like whatever floats your boat, I guess, why you deserve to be on the good or bad list. 
and they were so funny. I legitimately was crying. One group got <laughs> apathetic logos, and their whole approach oh, was like, that. listen here, Santa in quotes. <laughs> There's no way that you can travel around the world in one night. And they were just ripping this guy apart. Like, the oh, gig is up. It was so funny. Oh, that's amazing. And like earlier that week, I had them use like the three main rhetorical appeals. So pathos, ethos, and logos to convince me that a hot dog is a sandwich. And like, so they were having so much fun by this point. So I was like, how are you going to use pathos to convince me that a hot dog is a sandwich? And this one kid goes, well, you see... All the kids bring sandwiches for lunch. Poor Jimmy, his family can only afford hot dog buns. So they just put some peanut butter on a hot dog bun and tell Jimmy it's a sandwich. Because it's bread and peanut butter, it's the same thing, isn't it? And I was like laughing oh so hard. That's actually really good. Okay, and here at this moment, I'm having the struggle because I have run out of bread and given my kids sandwiches on hot dog buns like true mother story. Well, I've oh, done the opposite where you struggle. cut up a hot dog and then put it on bread because you don't have any hot dog buns. <laughs> That's well, actually more often. Yeah. 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 But no, that was so fun. Or like, I mean, what I just did with Romeo and Juliet in 60 seconds is like my favorite thing ever. Like I, I just presented it at PD. But like, you take the most iconic lines from the play, throw them into a script, and you're like, all right, you guys know what diction is. Like, you know how word choice works. You know how to analyze tone present this but all of those lines are taken out of context so all of a sudden it's like romeo's like shell or no he doesn't say that. he's like wow juliet is the moon or the sun or whatever he says and then the next slide is tybalt talking about him dying and they're like i don't get it and i'm like uh-huh and, and they, that's my point and they have to put on this super theatrical production of it and i'm like you can only be in groups of three to four because there are 10 characters and i'm like so how are you going to be mercutio and romeo like how are you going to do that differently and i was like oh and you only get a minute to do it and they were like, uh, what? They were like, we can do that. And then they read it. They're like, we can't do it. And I'm like, it's <laughs> Chicken, so, never mind. so fun. And it's just like dumb, goofy stuff like that. You heard just, about drunk Shakespeare, right? You oh, like, absolutely. This reminds me of that, yeah. but like on a sober level. Yeah. This is how you make it in high school. Yeah. But like, I don't know. I just feel like my best lesson plans are the ones where I'm always like, yes. They need to learn and they need to demonstrate, but like, how can they have fun? Like genuinely have fun. Not fun in school fun, but like genuinely just like laugh with their friends and like have a good time and still engage with their content. Uh, that's I think what we would call engagement. Well, is it now? I believe so. I'm not <laughs> totally sure, but this sounds like it. I, and I think that's where it comes out. Because I've never really like, seen it. The God shot comes out of, dear Lord, I'm desperate, help me. Yep. Where you I throw something together and it just yeah. lands magically like, and you're like, thank the Lord. I can't face another day. And then, like, I just, I just need to enjoy my job. Yes. Yeah. I think part of it is that innovation point, right? Yeah. Because usually these lesson plans are not things you would do on a normal basis. No, no one ever says my best lesson plan ever is when we read the story and then did the comprehension questions. No. Exactly. <laughs> Literally. <if> is, <laughs> we're going to take notes, guys. Yeah, Cornell know. notes. Let's yeah. do it. <laughs> Don't forget the summary at the end. <laughs> But, I mean, those have to be, like, you You can't... You have to balance it, otherwise yeah, they lose the effect. If, if you do something, yeah. You can, you do, yeah, you can't do, do it every day. every day, decreasing, like, 
diminishing, law of diminishing utility, whatever it is. Like, Something oh, psychological with stimulus. Yeah, it's 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 gonna it's gonna not be fun. It's not gonna have value. So like, yeah. It helps you actually write them down. To be yeah. fair, like I was that kid in high school where I would take my notes because my teacher would yell at me if I didn't, and then never looked at them again. But like, mm-hmm. it still helped. It yeah, still helps it's just writing it down. That's why I hate the kids who just take the picture on their phone and go, I'll write it down later. I'm like, you are never looking at the I picture keep giving, and you'll like, delete it in a week. Exactly. You will never write that down. You will never look at that again. So write your freaking notes. I keep giving like bonus points. My, my freshman right now are split up into the House of Capulet and Montague to Ooh. celebrate Romeo and Juliet. And I keep giving bonus points to anyone who has like a physical list of their vocabulary words and the oh. definitions. They're like, I have it on Quizlet. And I'm like, uh, no, that does like, not count. <laughs> And pencil, paper, figure it out. Because I'm like, you're seeing it, you're thinking it, and you're using the muscle. Things that end up on the floor. (laughs) Oh, that's good. Things that are on my teacher's Amazon wish list. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right, here we go. You ready to close this out? Yeah, let's do it. I need another shot of bourbon. Oh my god, another one? Okay, are you ready for this one? No. True teachers. Another one? No. Sorry, 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 sorry. I'm listening. Do you need more liquor right away? No, I'm saying I don't think I need any more. Okay. True teachers are those who use themselves as bridges over which they invite their students to cross. Then having facilitated their crossing, joyfully collapse, encouraging them to create their own. But it's okay, first I've gotta say collapse is my favorite part of that quote. Oh, and that's by Nikos Kazin. Okay, but like if they're across, why do they need to go back? No, 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 no. You, they cross you, like you use yourself as a bridge. Yeah. They cross you to get the knowledge, and then you collapse, and now they have to learn how to build their own bridge with the knowledge of you. Right, but they're already across whatever thing that they like. You know they forgot their crap back <laughs> It's true, though. Yeah. Yeah, they have to the amount of things that I've had kids run back in my room for. I had a girl who came in today, she goes, I left my water bottle in here. And I said, oh, I haven't seen it. She goes, well, I came and got it a while ago. I'm just pretending that I came in here to get it now because I don't want to go to biology. <laughs> and you're like, cool, thanks for the honesty, go to class. I know, I was like, all right. <laughs> if the kids didn't forget their stuff on the other side of the river, we wouldn't have a lost and found line. Oh, true. But, the but thing it's is, in it's a really nice box. But it's just the found. Like, no one even knows that they lost it. Okay, so also my, favorite, true. my favorite thing about this quote is the fact that they actually acknowledge the fact that the teacher collapses. <laughs> <laughs> and that's 1,000% true. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And it's it, it's also true that if you're really, like, if you are committed as being a really good teacher, you're, you're going to get those kids across and they're going to cherish you and they'll be able to fly their own little wings and be wonderful. But, like, dear Lord, it's killing us to do it. <laughs> and that's the worst part, isn't it? It shouldn't have to kill us. I, the, I hate that mentality, though, where people are like, Oh, but like you do it for the kids. Like, and I'm like, so do like pediatric doctors and they are doing much better than I am. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right and today, they probably I'm are less stressed. In a bar and, well, it's and better really than drinking bourbon at school. Why and I have true. to go back to work. Um, it is brother See, I'm a good human. You gotta be on the, you gotta look on the positive side of things. Silver lining. If this isn't a perfect place to be drinking. So, it is. It's very appropriate here. Yeah. yeah. It is far. I am doing this correctly. Yeah. And I am over 21. Like, oh, more than 20. Check. Check. More right? Than 20. My, my kids are 20. Almost. <laughs> like, well, the, the one is, and the other is almost. So, yeah. They can pick me up. <laughs> so, good. so 
<laughs> See, also responsible. So you just yes. check all your boxes. Yeah. You're good. Yep. Developing is hard, but we are successful. We've learned the tricks. Kitchen chair. Rock. Thank you Thanks, yeah, thank Thanks you ladies. Thanks, ladies. Coming. Yeah. Of course. Happy to sub. You can come back. Oh, <laughs> something we don't there say anymore. Although I will say, since my study hall and my um, prep have been switched, I don't sub anymore. Hey. Interesting. Yeah. I sub today for one and a half kids. I'm sorry, half a kid. One kid came in 20 minutes late, and I said, "Hey, you're really late." And she said, "These people here don't understand my stomach problems. I'm going to my counselor." And she walked out. It'd be like that sometimes, though. Yeah, and I'm like, how am I supposed to know I'm a sub? Oh. And on that bombshell, quote, uh, what's our here? Oh, yeah. Our end of. Oh, what did I say last time? What was our quote last time? Uh, I don't. I don't even know. I think our quote this time should be, "It be that way sometimes." It be that way. It sometimes. really do be like that. It really do. It really do. Okay. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Two Drunk Teachers. Hi, Dave. Hi, Tammy. She was so excited about her shout out. <laughs> Hi, Mom. Exactly. Tammy's my mom. <laughs> Krista. Okay, and like, Bobbies, we love you. Oh, hi, Dex. Alright, so you guys, we rock it. This was awesome. And um, give us some uh, shot suggestions. Give some shot Dex. suggestions. God, shot lesson plan suggestions. Steal share your ideas. stories so we'll share them. Yes. There you go. All right. I made that up. I don't do these things. <laughs> I'm 30 listening.